The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show 2022. Happy to be back. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined here by Paul Wiseman, two of us uh, going... um, coast to coast on this show today and uh, really looking forward to discussing um, what we're going to be seeing throughout 2022. Before we do that, I think, Paul, it would be good to have a quick review of what we saw in 2021. Uh, the number, one eight seven seven silver or sorry, one eight seven seven eight silver Got to get back into the groove here. And the website, guildhallwealth.com. So let's just quickly talk about what we saw throughout 2021 and then we can that'll set us up for some discussion about what we're going to be seeing in the metals market as well as across the economy for 2022. So, you know, first off, Paul, in in 2021, the the precious metals were essentially underwhelming in terms of their price performance. I'll, I'll give you some some data on that. Uh, in 2021, gold was down. Um, three and a half percent in US dollars and 4.1% in Canadian. Silver was down 11.5% US and 12% Canadian. Now, that's out of context. We're going to add some context to to that in a few moments. But I want to start by saying or asking, what would you say to someone who may be uh, frustrated? You know, they're they're looking at their portfolio, they're thinking about their resolutions, they're, they're doing a quick a quick review and they see these type of numbers, maybe they're feeling frustrated and down. What what would you say to someone who might be feeling a little underwhelmed by the lackluster performance of 2021 on the metals? Well, first of all, I don't like to see anything go up like a rocket ship. I don't like to see things go up because if they go up rapidly, they come down twice as quick. Sure. Uh, everything has been on fire um, for the last four or five years, in actual fact, because of low interest rates. Um, but eventually all fires get put out, whether it's the stock market has been on fire. A good example is cryptocurrencies has been on fire today. Bitcoin's almost half the price of what it was, you know, a couple of months ago. Um, if you look at the cannabis market, that was way, way on fire. And that's really in the gutter right now. And there's lots of companies in that business looking to get out. If you look at real estate, real estate is still way up there. But again, with you know, the way COVID is behaving and the way the governments have been handling uh, this COVID, COVID situation, there is going to be some people losing their jobs. Uh, when you see the market down, whether it's 3 4%, you have to look at the market and say, why was it down? Yeah. Because it's like piston engines. Everything goes up, certain things go up, other things go down. Right. Gold and silver has been around for thousands of years. It's real money. Um, the ratio between gold and silver right now is very high. At one time, uh, it was 16 to 1, 16 pieces of silver for one piece of gold. Uh, in 1971, it was 16 ounces of silver to one ounce of gold. We're in the 70, 80 to 1, 80 to 1, to 80 to 1 ratio, which means it's so undervalued. Now, when you look and say, why is it undervalued? Because somebody pushed it down the shorts in the market. What was sold in 2021 was not physical product. We didn't have 
thousands of customers coming knocking down our door, I want to sell my gold and silver. It didn't happen. Yeah, there was n virtually nobody sold anything. Right. That, that, that didn't have to sell for they any didn't reason have, or other. They realized that you know gold and silver is that insurance policy against your currency. Now, if you look at today, the economy, inflation is anywhere whatever you want to pick a number on the dartboard, it could be 7%, it could be 15%, I would go with 15%. So for every $100,000 that you may have in the bank, your buying power has just been reduced by 15%. Right. And that we'll, we'll get into the devaluing of the currencies. And I think, yeah, I, I think where you're going with that is essentially whenever you see the market maybe not performing on your timeline, or not up to your expectations, it's always good to review the fundamentals. The well, fact that you know, gold is money, silver is money, they are a preserver of wealth, they are a store of value. And right now, the currencies are being devalued, obviously, at a rapid rate as we move into 2022. And you you want to look for places where you can store value. And that's what the metals do. Here's an interesting, here's some interesting facts for, for those that may not have been impressed with with 2021. Over the last 20 years, Gold is up in Canadian dollars is up 411%. That's 20.55% per year. That's a pretty good hedge against inflation and making sure that your purchasing power is retained. Silver is up over the last 20 years in Canadian dollars 269.73%. That's 13 just just shy of 13.5% a year. Again, for those who understand long-term holding of precious metals, and that doesn't mean a generation, it means that in a five-year span, a 10-year span, you will see that gold and silver deliver on what they're supposed to do, which is to be a store of value. Now listen to these numbers, Paul, in terms of a three-year perspective. Gold between 2019 and 2020 was up 43% in US dollars and 35% in Canadian dollars. And in 2021, gold was down 3.5% US and 4% Canadian. So what you have over a three-year period is a net gain of just shy of 40% US and about 31% Canadian over a three-year period. So again, 13%, 10% gains on an annual average. That's pretty good. That's what you're supposed to be looking for, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, because where the price of gold and silver is right now, it's a kicking off point to start to make money. This is basically, I think, we've bottomed out. Uh, when COVID started, you know, we had a low of $11.60 silver. Uh, it went up to $29. Uh, gold went up to $1,893. We're trading right now at about just under eighty. Actually, $1,796 gold. Silver is trading at $2,240. So even if you bought silver at $1,160 beginning of COVID, you did pretty well. But could you buy it at $11? Uh, you couldn't find I, it. That's I, the I, problem. I tried to buy it. I couldn't buy it for less than seventeen fifty. Well, there, there was you know, the problem was once COVID started, there was no product available, and even now we're at a slowdown. We're on back order. We're about six to eight weeks behind on deliveries of gold and silver, and I'm paying in most cases for that gold and silver. Because the U.S. dollar got strong over the last couple of weeks, I've been paying four and five percent extra on the FX, mm -hmm. which tells you eventually the U.S. dollar is going to weaken. 
and gold and silver is going to go up like crazy. And I think it's one of the best investments. It's a safe investment. You know, you don't day trade your house. You don't have to day trade a hard asset like gold and silver. You buy it, you store it, you hold it, and sit back. And that's your insurance policy on your wealth. Yeah, and that's and that's not to say that you can't trade it. You know, we get phone calls, I think... I think I had about two last year where people said, what's what's the price today? Well, if I sell it tomorrow, how much will I lose? And because there's a spread, there's a premium that you're paying for the precious metals. And the response to them is, well, if you don't want those premiums, then you can trade it on paper. You can buy an ETF. You can do something where you can take advantage of those price swings. That's a trading mentality, and that's perfectly fine. But if you're looking for a way to protect your wealth – you have to own the actual physical, right? Yeah. If you're trading gold and silver, the only way you can win at that game is if you're an insider. If you really know what's going on in the market and you're being tipped off when you know they're going to sell off the, the, the longs, they're going to smash down the shorts, that's the only way that you can make money day trading or trading gold and silver. It's you a, also get a... Well, the thing is, you're buying the physical product. You're buying something. You always say uh, when you see a spot price or the paper price, it's the cotton in a T-shirt or a shirt. It's not the finished product. To finish a product, it takes time, money, and that finished product, there is some cost involved. So when you're buying physical gold and silver – it's fabricated. It's made. Whether it's a one-ounce silver coin or whether it's a 10-ounce or a 100-ounce bar, that originally had to come out of the ground, had to be transported, had to go to a refinery, had to, all the impurities taken out of it. It's then you know, sent over to a mint that you know, make whether you want a, a maple with a queen on the front and a maple on the back. You know, There's a cost involved. There's insurance. There's charges for... You know, for delivery. your staff, your delivery. I mean, everything that goes in to, to a retail to, product to retail that product. Yeah. But it's not a big. It's not like buying a, a toner for a cartridge for a printer, which costs like six dollars and they sell for a hundred dollars. Right. You know, gold. Yeah, there's a low the premium ground. actually between the cost yeah. for the product out of the ground and what you can get it in yeah, your. Yeah, we're for. working on oxygen in most yeah. cases. I mean, you know, the, the markets move up and down. Um, we have to have product at Guildhall. We store, we stock, we store product. We basically have three inventories. We have a static inventory. We have an inventory that's going out. And every ounce of gold and silver that we sell, we replace so that we always have inventory. Right. When we, we put product on our website, we don't have 200 SKUs and don't have any of the stock. Everything that you see on our, on our e-store, we have in stock. So we have a, a retail product. You have to, you know, there's a cost to acquire that that retail product, a a cost to fabricate it, purify it, refine it, get it into the shape of the bar that you're buying. But the best part about gold and silver is, you know, there's blood, sweat and tears. There's all those costs to get get to that point where you own 99.99% pure gold silver. But then the value is stored. That's it. If you need to change the that gold one ounce into something else down the road, it's very easy. I mean, you can hold an ounce of gold in your hand, and within a minute, you can start to move it. It's that malleable. So the energy stored in that metal is there forever once, once you have it. Whereas, for instance, with currency, with like a paper currency, you have to replace that over time. You have to burn the cotton, replace it. And then with crypto or, or a digital currency – 
the energy is constantly behind that because you have to turn on the switch. By the way, I don't know if you watched what's going on in Kazakhstan, but the internet's down there. I mean, they have no internet there. So if you had crypto, you're done. No, can't use it. There's two poles and a wire anyway. <laughs> the number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We'll continue this discussion on the other side of the break. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Paul Wiseman. And we're talking about real money, physical gold, physical silver. In the last segment, we just kind of quickly reviewed what happened in 2021. You know, the, the market didn't do a whole lot, but when you look at a slightly larger perspective of, let's say, three years, almost 40% U.S., over 30% Canadian, that means you're averaging 10 plus percent a year. That is a great hedge against inflation. Silver, over the last three years, we're up 51%, 17% a year in U.S., up just over 40% in Canadian, which is uh, just shy of 14% a year over the last three years. If you spread that out over a 20-year period, you're looking at 20-plus percent gains on average for gold, 13.5% gains on average for silver, silver being very undervalued right now. A lot of room to grow. We'll get into the get into that well, a little bit down the road. Now, here's something interesting I want to uh, bring into a discussion for you, Paul. You know, last year when we had the silver squeeze, you know, in 2020, you had the, in the last segment, you were talking about what happened in March. Everyone was panicked, wanted to get their physical product, maybe wanted to take delivery of physical product if they had an ETF or some sort of gold-backed fund. And the retail market got zapped, no product. We saw that again last year, at the beginning of last year in February with this quote-unquote hashtag silver squeeze. And, you know, lo and behold, JP Morgan was able to source the metal to provide to the ETF so that they didn't default. Interestingly enough, in a year where the prices of metals didn't look like they did a whole lot, um, Rafi Farber, who does uh, a weekly update on the metals through Arcadia um, Economics on YouTube, put out a video this week where he was talking about since last February on the commodities exchange, they are down 80, 70 million ounces of silver that have been pulled off that exchange over the course of the year. So while the price of silver has come down over the course of 2021, the physical silver has been taken off of the COMEX and the amount of investment interest in the ETFs has not diminished. What does that tell you? Well, it's all about supply and demand. It's all about skullduggery. It's all about manipulation. And I just feel if you hold gold and silver, you know, gold is for your golden years. Gerald Salenti always says that. You hold on to gold and silver, whether you take it home, whether you put it in a secure depository like we store with, you know, Brinks or IDS Canada, um, whether you put it into a registered account, an RSP, a TFSA, a Lira, whatever you have, you can put gold and silver. We partner with Questrade. You're buying physical product. And getting back to what we said in the first segment, if you uh, were listening, yes, you can trade gold and silver. 
you can buy futures, you can buy options. The problem with futures is if you bought silver, as an example, at $20 and they smashed it down to $1,160, you are in a margin call and you've lost your product. Whereas when you have gold and silver and it's physical, the only thing that can happen is the price can drop down, but you still own that gold and silver. And guess what? It always goes back up again after they smash it down. Here's an interesting thought for you. Uh, Ted Butler, who those who know in the silver market, is one of the all-time longest-standing gurus in the market. Some people maybe question, they have some arguments with him. Okay, fine, but you know he's been doing this for a very long time, puts out great articles. He put out an article in the last couple of weeks saying that there used to be what they called the big short in the market. So they would say JP Morgan holds the most amount of short positions for silver in the market. He put out an article recently, Paul, saying that that torch has been passed to Bank of America. I believe it was Bank of America. And they are super short. And every time the price of silver moves up $1, they lose $800 million. That makes sense. What would happen if the price of silver were to move up $5? And remember, this time around, they don't have the JP Morgan stockpile to to cover for the physical metal being put into the ETFs or being drawn off the COMEX if the price were to rise. So if the price were to rise this time, how are they going to tamp down the price with a major bank short, huge on the metal, losing $800, $800 million well, every time the market rises well, a buck? Then what happens, the bank scrambles to buy every ounce of gold and silver that's on the market. And this is what happened two years ago. Yeah. Uh, one of the banks, you know, were no longer in the bullion business. Uh, and whether they were had certificates or lending the product out or renting the product out or leasing the product out or doing whatever they did, um, had to scramble when they got out of the business to get the product into different depositories for their clients. It ca you can't right. do that overnight. Right. You can't get millions of ounces of silver. You can't get millions of ounces of gold. It do it's not out there to buy. We are, right now, we're always, it seems to be about six weeks behind with deliveries, though we have product, but we're always ordering ahead um, so that we have product for our clients. Our clients don't have to wait unless they turn around and they want a million ounces of gold. You know, that's going to take a little bit of time to put together. Mm -hmm. You just can't get the product. There's only a certain amount of mints, and the product has to be LBMA approved. You know, I, do you want to buy gold from Ghana? <coughs> Is it where they always call us from, Ghana or wherever one of those countries? <laughs> we always get a call from, yeah. from Ghana saying, hey, I've got yeah. this gold I've mined. What do I do with it? Go to a refiner. Uh, you know, I, I was listening to this uh, YouTube um thing with uh, Michael Saylor, who, you know, gives it has a advice company and has done quite well, I guess, over the years with crypto. And he was trying to get people into Bitcoin by saying that um, if gold or gold is low in supply, they can always just mine more. And I thought, that's absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't work like that. There's only a certain amount of product that can come out of the ground every year. And I think it's to the tune of adding to the stockpile at 1.75% or something like that per year. It's a very low number. And to your point about being six weeks behind, that if if there is a, a shock to the market, let's say everyone realizes, oh, we don't trust the Fed, 
They're not going to control inflation, which translation, by the way, means the dollar is devaluing at a rapid rate. Our money system's dying. We can't, we can't get the value of our dollar. We got to get into physical silver. And the retail market gets wiped out short in a short order. Let's say we've seen it happen twice in the last two years. It took two weeks, less than a week, um, or a week to two weeks, and you were out of product. Now, you can order new product. Okay, the wholesaler can order new product, but the refiner isn't going to be able to get that new product to you ASAP. It could take them six weeks, two months, three months. At what point at, there is a, a limit there at which um, a refiner will say, I, I can't take any more orders for you. I can't I can only deliver so much at this price. Only take that away. I can only deliver so much at this price. Add to that. The mining companies, the mining companies might say, and we're talking about if the price were to drop, right? The mining companies could say, um, I'm not delivering any product at this price. I'm just well, going to hold on to it. They stop mining. I mean, if it, if it cost, as an example, you know, $18 an ounce to mine silver, you're not going to sell it at 16 Right. You know, and it, the costs are going up for everybody in business. Yeah, you know, Canada is very expensive to do business. They put up even the you know Canada pension unemployment insurance has gone up. Yeah, you're paying more. You know, the companies are paying more. Insurance just generally is more. The cost of gasoline is fifty percent higher. It almost could be a hundred percent higher than it was last year. I'm not sure. The government is still getting their HST. You don't hear a word about how much money they're raking in on extra taxes, but they're giving money away like crazy. I mean, you know, they don't have any... The thing is, as well, Canada doesn't have gold as a backup. Right. It doesn't make sense. We mine gold, Mm -hmm. we mine silver, but we don't have any. We just give it and sell it away. It doesn't make any sense. Well, there's a lot of things that don't make sense right now, right? But anybody that's printing currency, I don't care whether it's Canada, I don't care whether it's U.S., I don't care whether it's the euro. They keep printing, printing, printing. You take countries like China and Russia, the central banks are buying gold and silver. They're sitting back and waiting for a collapse. They are literally sitting back. It may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen in five years. It may not happen in 10 years. It may not happen in my lifetime. But you can guarantee they are buying gold and silver for their central banks because they know currencies will eventually collapse. Right. So, so here we are. What we are just discussing is basically saying that you have a low-risk entry point for the precious metals. And most people will continue to just stack those metals for as long as they can at these prices because – those who are savvy enough, who have already been buying, those that are new to the market, don't know yet that this market can be zapped, gone, no product available. So it's not a good time to just sit back and wait and say, well, you know, if the price of silver gets to $35 an ounce, maybe I'll throw some money at it. That's not going to help you anymore. But those who have been buying and continue to buy, they they lick their lips at these prices. They get excited at these prices. They're happy to just be able to continue to stack. What you're, where you were going with this, Paul, is 2022. You know, as the pandemic will eventually be in the rearview mirror, we, we hope, I mean, tyrannical governments aside, or they're, you want to call them stupid or foolish, who knows. But that'll, that'll fade to the back. And then you are going to be left with what 
has occurred in the economy over the last several years, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, governments don't seem to care about future generations. Um, you know, they leave the debt, and the debt's going to be left behind for somebody else to clear up. Um, you know, it's hard for for countries to go bankrupt. They can't go into Chapter 11, though they come up with some way where, you know, they in the, in the states in the 20s, they confiscated gold and revalued from $20 to $35 overnight. Right. And in 19- but it was a different time, too. People trusted the government. The dollar was backed by gold, right? People, people had faith that the dollar that was in their pocket was backed by gold and as good as gold. Um, that's where that saying comes from, as good as gold. Right. And they, they also received money for their gold. So the, it wasn't – and people didn't have debts. The other thing is that the government has done such a good job – governments and central banks have done such a good job of indebting people through – of enslaving people through debt, whether it's been through silent killer of inflation, taxation – People don't realize their wealth has already been confiscated, and people don't own gold and silver like they did, like they used to. Yeah, you need to, you really need to have some gold and silver in your portfolio. Um, even if you're a, a small investor, a first-time investor, go to our e-store, go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. You can buy gold and silver. You can have it delivered. You can come pick it up. Um, you know, there's several ways to pay. You can pay by e-transfers. You can pay by debit. Pay by cash, not more than $9,900. Uh, we have to report you to the government if you want to buy, you know, thousands of dollars worth of gold or silver. But it's a great way to own gold and silver to start off with. You can put the product, if you don't want to take it home, you can put it in our depositories, whether it's Brinks or IDS Canada. Uh, they're both IROC approved, safest place to keep your product. You get the bar numbers. It's safe, secure, it's segregated, allocated. If you don't have a TFSA, it's the best vehicle in the world to own gold and silver. That is a tax-free savings account. We partner with Questrade. We can put you into gold and silver. If you've never owned an, a TFSA, I think you can put almost $80,000 into it today. And the price of silver being, you know, $22 and change, uh, I think you could easily see $30, $35 by, by the end of the year. They're calling for gold to be $2,100. And again, you know, when you look at the price of gold, um, it's because the dollar's been strong, so gold has been a little weaker. But weaker dollar, inflation, uh, major tensions between countries, this could put the price of gold and silver really through the roof in 2022. And we'll, we'll continue that discussion right after this break. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver The website, guildhallwealth.com. Stay with us. Much, much more. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Back to the Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven eight Silver and the website GuildhallWealth.com. Uh, starting to cover a lot of topics coming at you fast here um, with a lot of the things that are going on. One of the themes for 2022, Paul, I think that we've consolidated in precious metals as we've discussed that this is a low risk entry point. Uh, premiums being high in the market as they are is just an indication that there's a lack of physical supply and very strong demand. Again, the ETF hasn't come down in demand 
physical supplies continue to be drawn off of the COMEX. And so this market feels ready to explode. Add to that, so that on its own, add to that you've got an increase in inflation, right? You've got the Fed co absolutely cornered. Are they going to take away the punch bowl and no longer feed liquidity to the bank? Do you know that the Fed right now on their balance sheet is closing in on $9 trillion? And this is something that I'm also noticing as sort of an echoing. I feel like we're coming back to 2018 when the Fed started to taper. They said, finally, okay, we have to do something. We have to maintain credibility. We're going to have to start tapering and start thinking about raising interest rates. At that point, pre-taper, the, the balance sheet on the Fed was $4.5 trillion. They're now at $9 trillion. The debt in the U.S. is closing in on $30 trillion. They've increased the debts so much over the last year and a half, 20 months, that people are going to look up and realize this is the problem. There's no transitory inflation. Fed's already walked that back. We know it's not transitory. We know that this is a case of you've printed all this money and you've devalued our dollar and you've screwed us. How are we going to protect ourselves? Don't you think it's just a matter of time before people really start to hammer into the metals? Because, you, like, what's the expectation here, Paul? Do you think that people sit there and say, Dow was up, uh, you know, double digits last year. It'll do it again this year? Well, they've, they've talked people into real estate. Then you've got, what happens when people get fired and they can't pay their mortgages? That's what happens as well. But you're going to see interest rates rise 1%, 2 3%. Um, you know, in the 70s... Uh, there's I, a difference, I saw though. interest rates go to 22%. Right. You know, can it happen again? Of course it can. It can, but the question becomes, is is there a desire to do that? I, don't you think the Fed and any central bank understands this? And we know there's a coordinated effort, right, um, amongst the central banks. They raise 1%. They're going to tank the economy. They know that. Even if, even if you go back to 2006 when I started in the precious metals market – Every, every meeting, Greenspan raised the interest rate a quarter point, and the price of gold might go down on a day, it might go up on a day, but overall it just kept going higher, the price of gold, because it meant that over time they were raising interest rates, therefore they were fighting inflation. What? They're fighting inflation? We have an inflation problem? Let's buy gold. Today, I don't think the Fed or any central bank can really raise interest rates significantly to put value back in the dollar. Don't you think the genie's out of the bottle in that sense? No. There's going to be three rate hikes in 2022 in the U.S. But how big? They'll start off a quarter, maybe a half, and then they're going to start, when they get really into trouble, they're going to have to do ones and twos because that's what's going to happen. You know, you can't. Sooner or later, you have to pay the piper. And you've given people free money. You've create. I mean, COVID is going to be the excuse for everything going south. It really is. It's going to be the excuse for government saying, well, if COVID wasn't, didn't happen, we wouldn't have given all this money away to people. We wouldn't have had to, you know, give all this medical care and all this and all that. It's an excuse. It's a head fake. You're saying people have people suffered through this for 20 months, 20 plus months, and now they're going to suffer through the economic. No, they feel fallout. good because their house has gone up 30, 40, right. 50 percent. The stock market is up 30, 40 percent. The real assets like gold and silver have done nothing last year. I mean, over two years or three years, we're still up 30, 40 percent, but not 
you know, it's physical product. You have to buy it. You have to store it. You have to keep it somewhere safe when you buy gold and silver. A piece of paper you put in the drawer, and you hope that it's there. You hope that there's no counterparty risk and the other party doesn't, doesn't fall. But, you know, people are getting nervous. They're buying gold and silver. They're taking it home. I don't care whether they bury it in the back garden or they put it under the mattress. It's a little lumpy. But people store. They're terrified of especially people from Europe, they've seen economies fall, break down, collapse. And we keep printing money in Canada. We keep printing money in the U.S. It's going to collapse. Yeah, I think, you know, I think... And I don't want to, I don't want to be uh, someone that's preaching gloom and doom, but... You're, teach, you're teaching preparedness. But just have something in gold and silver put away, whether it's 15 20% of your portfolio... Hope real estate goes up 500%. Good luck to you. Hope the stock market keeps going up and up and up. But the reason the stock market keeps going up and up and up because companies are buying back their own stock. And the Fed's adding liquidity. Yeah, and then you've got, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to say the governments buy, their, buy stock and, and try to keep the market going, but I'm pretty sure they're hand-in-hand hand with some of the big uh, houses that manage very, very large portfolios. Um, because they seem to get away with things that we can never get away with, you know, manipulating gold and silver. Gold right now... Well, this is, comes down to the thing with the manipulation of the gold and silver. Here's, here's the bottom line. Last year when the silver squeeze happened, you had, the, you had J.P. Morgan able to come in with a whole bunch of product to be able to stave that off and then also get the market down. Now here we are. The market is already consolidating off the bottom there's that much less product available for these gigantic entities to be able to save the day. And the demand for the metal hasn't let up over the course of the year. So the takeaway is that if there was any sort of black swan event where people start to get into the metals again, it's done. The horse will bolt from the station and it's, it's, this thing's going to be a rocket ride because there's nothing that's going to be stopping yeah, it. Yeah, but the thing is, last year... We saw the spread on silver as much as $5 an ounce. That's U.S., $5 an ounce. Silver Eagles, $8 an ounce spread. Now, you can have the product. If you sell the product and make the spread, you're doing extremely well. You know, he who's got all the toys is the winner. And you look at these, you know, banksters, and whether it's J.P. Morgan or or other people in the bullion business – that control the markets and deal in paper as well as physical. It's great, you know, to go short the market, smash it down, and then you buy the physical product at a lower price and keep storing that physical because you know eventually it's going to go through the roof. And that's where we are. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Give us a call. We're happy to talk to you about how to acquire physical precious metals in your portfolio. You can start at our website, guildhallpreciousmetals.com, and pick up a few ounces, 10-ounce bar, tube of silver maples, maybe a one-ounce bar of gold. And then we also have depository storage available. That's providing liquidity, allocated, segregated. It's your physical product. You have the direct ownership, no counterparty risk. And then you can even do that same sort of acquisition within a registered account, RSP, 
TFSA, Lira, Lith. We'll talk about who's getting involved in the market in the next segment. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Back to the Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight Silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. I'm just going to take a breath for a moment because I, I'm gonna wh- ask you a we, question, we are both Jeremy. quite passionate about this market. I'll ask you a question: yeah. Who's, Who is buying gold and silver? You deal with clients all day long. I mean, yeah. I deal with clients. Uh, I have a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah, entrepreneurs is a big one. I feel like entrepreneurs simply because they they kind of know the feeling of the government with their hand in the pocket. And so they're, they're a little bit more hip to, to being able to take action for themselves. One of the big things I saw over the course of the last year and a half is a lot of people who are getting out of the real estate market have decided, well, I don't feel comfortable and I don't want to store cash in the banks. There's a limit on the insurance, number one. Number two, there's no... There's no interest. There's no revenue. There's no revenue at all. Maybe they don't want to take the risks that are out there in the stock market because it is a risk. And and as well, even today, this is this is especially important because it's one thing to say, okay, uh, inflate. Government says inflation's at two. Maybe it's more like six. But if I'm getting nine percent of my portfolio, okay, I'm up three. Okay, fine. But today, government says it's three or four percent inflation. Again, devaluing of the currency, meaning your purchasing power is 4% less. But in reality, maybe it's more like 8 or some people would say 15, depends on what you're buying. Is it lumber that you're buying? Is it groceries that you're buying? Is it your insurance? So, so when we look at what you're up against in terms of the devaluing of the currency slash inflation, you say, well, I'm now having to take crazy risks in the market in order to cover that. Or I could do what has been done for thousands of years, just put it into physical gold and silver. Over the next two, three years, it's going to be a store of value. It's going to protect my wealth. It's liquid. So when I need it down the road to buy real estate, et cetera, et cetera, on a phone call. you sell it on a phone call, you're ready to go. So that's one thing. I see a lot of people selling homes, buying physical gold. What I love about that as an aside, I don't even know if they're thinking about this, but that is now collateral, not in the bank. That means the bank can't use that money to lend out and do other things because when you put money into the bank, you're you're giving them the money, right, to use. That's why they give you 75 basis points back or whatnot. So I like this idea that owning physical gold and silver is a vote against this currency system. Well, you know, old school people that own real estate and they're selling real estate uh, know what they're doing if you put – pile of earth in your hand it's something it's worth something you know real estate is worth something if they're getting out now they just realize that maybe it's a little frothy maybe we're at the top i want to take my profit because i've seen in the real estate business um you know where it's dropped 40 percent uh, and we're at that point with exuberance right now where many people think that those things can't happen well, when there's anymore. more sellers and buyers, you know, the prices drop. It's the same thing with the stock market. Can the stock market correct itself? Can it go down 30 40%? We've seen it before. We've seen it happen in gold and silver. But the difference is with gold and silver, it's at a bottom now where we think it can only go up. People that have made money in cryptocurrency – 
And I mean, the Bitcoin right now, uh, the last look this morning, it was about $41,000. It was $80,000 a little while ago. I watched a video. Someone was making a comment saying it seems to be following the stock market, actually, acting more like an equity well, but than, know, a, than a store of, of wealth. But I always like to say, look, but we have gold, is, gold is money. Cryptos are a currency, right? So with, with the U.S. dollar, you can print as much as you want. You can't print as much as you want with a, with a cryptocurrency. However, you can buy it in, in crazy fractions. Well, so yeah, there's another but issue. But in Kazakhstan, where they've got the problem right now, they mine Bitcoin. So there's another. Well, they can't mine it now because the internet's down. Yeah, but that tells you that it's going to drop because they're not mining it. But people that have made money in crypto, they're buying gold and silver from us. I mean, you know, and diamonds. I mean, they know that you need to have a hard asset. Speaking of diamonds, I know we only have a couple minutes left, Paul, but I showed you an Instagram um, post a couple days ago from the Fancy Color Research Foundation. They were showing that one carat vivid pink diamonds. Uh, beat gold last year. They were up something like 35%, uh, obviously because of the Argyle mine. What do you see for the for the diamond market? What I'm seeing from what I'm reading on Fancy Color Research Foundation, they're sort of talking about the same things with gold, this kind of preserving purchasing power, preserving wealth. What do you see for the I, gold, I, for the diamond well, market? For two years, it's been very hard to sell diamonds. First of all, no, nobody that is the cutters and polishers are not sending out product to their dealers on consignment. They're worried about they won't be in business tomorrow. And if you ship them a couple of million dollars, will I get paid? Because it's a handshake business. Yes. So, you know, they're worried about that. The, the traveling, going to whether you go to New York or whether you go to Tel Aviv or whether you go to Antwerp, you can't go and see product. And people are not coming to show you product because they're terrified of COVID. So it's been slow. But pink diamonds, since the Argyle mine closed, um, have shot up. As you said, vivid, one carat's gone up 35%. We've got a 0.72 vivid VVS1 on our website. Uh, we haven't changed the price on that. I'm going to be changing the price on that because it's 750000 US. It's now, you know, it's a million, million dollar diamond now. It's a million dollar diamond. Yeah. So um, we can negotiate on that one. But again, have some physical product, gold and silver, in your portfolio. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. Acquire physical precious metals for your portfolio. Protect your wealth, your hard-earned money. This is about making sure that your purchasing power over the next several years is maintained or even grows, and we're very confident about that. So give us a call at one eight seven seven eight silver You can buy physical metals direct diamonds direct you can buy physical gold and have it stored in an iroc approved vault facility insured it is uh, your product directly owned allocated segregated same thing in registered accounts have physical precious metals in your registered accounts give us a call we're happy to talk about it and show you how to do it that's been another episode of the real money show thank you paul for joining me it was uh, a nice brisk and uh, energetic and passionate discussion. It was nice to it. get out from under a foot of paperwork. That's right. Thank you so much to all our listeners for joining us this week, and we can't wait to speak to you next week on The Real Money Show on Globe News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.